Hello, welcome to the Python Foo Masters uh, <clears throat> podcast with Master Hunt. Um, I'm still a little under the weather, and I apologize for my uh, voice. It sounds a little sickly. I apologize for that. Okay, so let's get into it. And just want to give you guys a quick update. And uh, I listening, having just today listened to uh, the December 7th, uh, 2018 um executive conference call uh uh from the uh code ninjas uh, franchise uh their youtube channel so apparently that uh apparently code ninjas uh does teach python but in one but currently only in their in one of their camps so they have a python camp uh it's not i mean um I don't have any inside information. I mean, I have access to you. You have the same access to you and I have this access to the same information. Um, I don't ha know anybody who works there. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I've never visited Code Ninjas. Uh, I don't know any of the. Co I don't know any Code Senseis or the co uh, Chief Ninjas or uh, or any Code Ninja directors. Uh, but just going off of uh, their YouTube uh, Code Ninjas franchise YouTube cha uh, channel. So I uh, so I mean so from the beginning they've always said uh, always explained that it's Scratch in the beginning and then they quickly uh, move the kids to uh, JavaScript. Um, so I've learned that uh, as of uh, so from their December seventh, two thousand eighteen uh, conference executive conference call with their prospective franchise uh, franchisees. Uh, they ha do have. Uh, they are. They do have rolled out a Python camp. Uh, so I'm assuming it's not part of their regular syllabus. Their drop-in syllabus. Their drop-in curriculum. But it's just a separate Python camp. Um, also, that uh, C sharp uh, is introduced when they start. Uh, when the kids start uh, developing games with the Unity 3D engine, game engine. Okay, so Scratch, beginning with Scratch in the beginning, quickly moving to JavaScript. Uh, then, uh, if uh, if it's a, it's a, if uh, if if possible, the kids can do a Python camp. Um, and then, uh, when they do Unity three, when they start working with the Unity three D game engine, then they will uh, start learning C sharp. Okay, uh, enough of that. Um, so, so I think that kind of, <clears throat> so that kind of, uh, uh, from that, uh, so the title of this episode, this is episode number three, and the title of this episode is, uh, JavaScript versus Python, and, um, and then why Python and not, and not JavaScript, okay, um, but I think, I think, I think you can quickly, uh, I think you could conclude, uh, to give you the short answer, uh, JavaScript versus Python. No, it's not JavaScript versus Python. You do both. <laughs> you should have a working knowledge of both. Um, you, of course, of course, uh, it it's hard to become an expert at both JavaScript and Python at the same time. So you might want to uh, you might want to focus on one or the other, uh, JavaScript or Python or another language. A programming language and then become you know proficient at that before then you move on to another language but of course it's possible i mean you know maybe maybe you if you're good at learning computer languages then then do javascript and python you know 
if you can do three, do three, you know, it depends on, depending on, uh, depending on, uh, you know, how fast you can learn. But I would say for most kids, I mean, for most kids between the ages of seven and 14, I mean, um, they should try to be proficient in one language before becoming proficient in another, but does not preclude them from trying to learn a little bit or be familiar with uh, other computer lang computer programming languages, of course. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to uh, waste a lot of time going to a lot of technical detail, which you will not understand because uh, uh, most likely you are not a coder. Um, so, uh, I mean, one good thing about JavaScript is, uh, and this should be easy enough for you to understand, is you don't have to buy anything or download anything because if you have a desktop computer or a laptop, you will more than likely have, um, you know, fairly recent web browser, uh, whether it's Firefox or Chrome or or Microsoft Edge, and uh, all three of them, you know, any any web browser you uh, you know decide to use, uh, they will ha they will be able to process uh, JavaScript internally. So uh, so if you learn JavaScript. You don't have to download anything. You don't have to install anything. You already have the everything you already have. You everything you have, everything you need to uh, uh, practice JavaScript coding is already on your laptop or computer. You have the web browser, and then you just need a simple text editor, um, or it might be, or you could, or it, depending on your web browser, you could actually just do it inside your web browser. So that's one good thing about JavaScript: nothing to download. Uh, nothing to install. More than likely, you you have everything. It's very, very highly likely you have everything already installed on your laptop or computer, ready to go. Uh, regardless, uh, regardless if it's uh, regardless of Mac or Windows. So that's that's the really good thing about JavaScript. Um, now, what's what's great about Python? Uh, the great thing about Python is it has a huge online community. Um, uh, the and you do not have to, you do not have to, uh, you do not, if you want to practice learning Python in the beginning, you do not have to install anything, download, install anything onto your laptop or uh, desktop computer. You could actually do it online uh, f uh, for free. Uh, but eventually, if you, if you do it, uh, if you uh, become more, profi uh, more proficient and more advanced, you uh, may, you probably will want to install it onto uh, your desktop or uh, desktop or laptop or both. And again, that is, is available for uh, Linux, Windows, Mac. And that is, again, you can download from uh, python.org for free. Um, so that's one good thing about Python. It's, uh, it's uh, <clears throat> excuse me, there isn't, uh, there isn't, uh, there's any uh, costs associated with it. Okay, so let's move on. Um, let me move on to my second topic. Uh, now versus the future. Um, what is the status of JavaScript and Python now versus the future? Um, currently, if you are, I mean, if you are competent, but, you know, if you are, uh, if you are uh, Python, if you are a competent Python coder, um, it's good. Uh, there are, you should be able to find, uh, you know, you find, uh, if you're an experienced, competent Python coder, uh, you should be able to find, uh, work as a Python developer. 
um, that's good. Uh, if you know JavaScript, uh, that's good for you. That's good. That's plus also. Um, with JavaScript, uh, with JavaScript, you would have to. I mean, it would it would be assumed that you already you do are have a working knowledge of HTML, CSS, though. Um, so it's just JavaScript alone is not gonna is not gonna be good enough to get your job, of course. Uh, with Python, um, you, Python alone won't get you a job. So with Python, you do have to be. Uh, you have to be knowledgeable, competent, experienced in uh, the specific application of Python uh, that the position is uh, looking for, whether it's deep learning, machine learning, artificial intelligence, uh, or data science. Um, so, so it depends on, uh, that depends on uh, the specific application of Python. Um, in the future, honestly, in the future, it's hard to tell. Um, in the future, it's hard to tell more than likely there will be new uh, languages uh, being created and uh, you know something that was popular it's it's happened over and over and over uh, throughout the history of uh, uh, computer coding computer programming uh, languages uh, become very popular then they go out of style uh, new languages come in they become popular and go out of style so I don't you know I can't predict I can't predict I can I can generally predict that um the languages that are popular now will probably not be as popular as in the future um i can't um probably probably javascript will still be around for a long time i don't i can't imagine it'll just completely disappear um i believe python will probably be around in the next five ten years i can't believe it'll uh completely disappear more than likely the I wouldn't be surprised if a new programming language came around and that it became and that became popular so I don't know what that new programming language would be um, I can tell you what's happening now in the future it's hard to tell uh, the future I can say I can 100% guarantee we'll see change <laughs> that's the only thing I can guarantee change because uh, this is uh, you know this is a high-tech field so things change very quickly Okay, so lastly, I want to finish off with some uh, Python and coding for kids resources. Um, so um, first, I want to mention uh, uh, python.org, P-Y-T-H-O-N.org, python.org, where you can um, begin your Python journey. Uh, it's not for kids. It's mostly geared towards adults, teens and adults. So it's not for kids. Um, Python.org is where you can download uh, the latest copy of uh, the Python interpreter, uh, whether it's for Linux, Mac, or OS, uh, or uh, Linux, uh, Windows, or Mac OS. Um, and it does have uh, a getting a beginner section. So even if you don't know anything about Python, it'll help you, uh, it'll give you a starting point to start learning about python uh, again it's not for kids it is not a uh, coding for kids website it's uh, geared towards teens and adults now <clears throat> again uh as a it's a python resource uh it's fr it's a uh, free uh it's uh al swigert's uh website inventwithpython.com um he has uh he has many of his uh, 
uh, of his uh, professionally published books available for online for you to read free uh, from the uh, on the website. Um, for example, automate the boring stuff with Python. Uh, and uh, invent your own computer games with Python, and then also he uh, has uh, cracking codes with Python. So uh, these books, uh, not all the books, but uh, many, most of these books are geared towards uh, teaching uh, coding, uh, teaching coding to kids. So uh, if you don't want to buy his uh, his physical books, uh, you can uh, read his books, uh, his professionally published books. Uh, online for free so uh, check that out uh, if you, you should please check his website out again it's inventwithpython.com uh, lastly I want to uh, let you know about code.org c-o-d-e dot o-r-g code.org um, it's not it doesn't teach Python uh, it uh, it focuses on JavaScript HTML and CSS this website uh, is specifically geared towards uh, 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 teens, um, kids, and teens, uh, and it'll and it'll be a great place for you to if you don't know anything about coding, it'll be a great place to start learning about uh, coding. It's uh it can it starts uh, has lessons, and the uh, lessons starting from K uh, is from ranges from K to twelve, and it has uh, it, you can actually build an app. Uh, on the website, uh, and you can all and the does have is an app lab, so you want to check that out. I think it's pretty cool. And you can actually, once you've created the app, you can actually share it with uh, people that you know. So, uh, again, that's code.org, code.org. And then uh, that website is free, there's no cost, uh, it's free, um, there's no cost attached. Okay, but it uh, doesn't have anything, it doesn't teach Python. Again, code.org, it teaches uh, primarily JavaScript, HTML, and CSS. But, um, but, it's, but it is geared towards kids. So it's definitely a Coding for Kids website. Okay, that's it for now. Um, I'm, I hope you enjoyed episode number three of uh, Python for Masters with Master Hun. Uh, I, hope, uh, I hope you're doing well. And hope to uh, talk to talk to you soon. Uh, goodbye.